Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Friday, January 8th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. In a letter to NCAA President Mark Emmert, Assistant U.S. Attorney General Makan Delrahim shared concerns on the association's approach to regulating NIL and transfer rules, concluding, quote, ultimately, the antitrust laws demand that college athletes, like everyone else in our free market economy, benefit appropriately from competition. Delrahim notes that the Justice Department stands ready to enforce antitrust laws if the NCAA fails to remove, quote, unnecessary anti-competitive barriers that bar athletes from transferring, such as reducing or eliminating scholarships. On the possibility of federal legislation regarding NIL, he says, quote, while the division expresses no views on the need for any legislation, should Congress deem such legislative immunity necessary, we would anticipate it would be the narrowest possible immunity and the one that would contemplate a collective representation of college athletes' rights as a condition of any such immunity. It looks like it's all systems go for Monday night's college football playoff title game between Alabama and Ohio State. But unfortunately, ESPN's Holly Rowe and Todd Blackledge will not be a part of Monday night's national championship broadcast after they both tested positive for COVID-19. CBS men's basketball headliner Matt Norlander provides more details on the NCAA's health and safety plan for this year's men's basketball tournament in Indiana and points to sources who say that schools and or conferences will have to pay for the testing protocols within seven days of the event. Norlander writes, quote, the NCAA not helping at all pre-NCAA tournament, but making this demand has caused some consternation in a few leagues already. Further, he says, quote, one source says that the protocol for the leagues will be one PCR test in that seven-day period, with the other six days being whatever CDC-approved level of testing can be administered. Teams will not arrive in Indianapolis all at once, but instead will be staggered, with some arriving days before Selection Sunday of March 14th. A little more than 50 days into his tenure at Louisiana Tech, new Tech AD Eric Wood has his focus on academic staffing, health and safety, and establishing the culture. Wood said, quote, that's the most important thing to me, understanding culture, understanding leadership. I'm big on having transparency and communication within the departments. I'm trying to increase our communication, build trust, and ensure a family atmosphere. Auburn has finished the design process for its new $60 million plus football performance center. The pre-bid conference will be held next week with the final contract to be awarded February 9th. The funding model is, quote, combination of gift funds and university general revenue bonds with the debt service on the bonds being paid for out of athletic department funds. Its interesting bells and whistles include recording studios, a flight simulator, and a pretty nice circular locker room. Men's basketball and FBI middleman Christian Dawkins is back on the scene with a new sports agency, Parlay Sports and Entertainment. Dawkins has teamed up with registered NBA agent Brian Youngrice on the endeavor and counts former Wichita State student-athlete Fred Van Fleet and former Kansas Hooper Michael Beasley as two of the clients. NBA PA rules don't allow Dawkins to serve as an actual agent due to his previous felony conviction, but there's nothing stopping him from being a co-owner. In personnel news, Alaska Fairbanks Chancellor Dan White has named UAF School of Management faculty member Peggy Kuyper as interim AD. Former Nanooks AD Keith Champagne was also serving as Vice Chair of Student Affairs and will maintain that role. White says UAF will launch a national search for a new leader with plans to hire the new AD by midsummer. Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh has officially signed a new contract through 2026. 
worth $4 million annually in base pay with another $4 million in potential incentives. Penn State football has a new offensive coordinator in former Texas OC Mike Yursich, and Wake Forest is elevating strength and conditioning assistant Chad Berry to head strength and conditioning coach and director of sport performance. In other news around the country, Georgetown football will not participate in the Patriot League this spring. The Patriot League just announced regular season scheduling formats for nine sports in the 2021 spring semester. The schedule significantly reduces travel and overnight stays, and no teams will be permitted to fly to games. It looks like Virginia Tech and South Carolina will meet in Atlanta to begin the 2025 season in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. And Wisconsin will pay Colorado State $1.6 million to travel to Madison for a game in 2026. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Friday, January 8th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here on Monday morning.